Welcome to Growing Up Punk, the podcast about punk rock and all of its friends. My name is David. Today's episode features Aaron sitting down with the guys from the band Krang. Now, if you're unfamiliar with Krang, they're a skate punk band. They just released, I shouldn't say just, it was a little bit ago now, their latest album, Make Arcade Great Again, came out back in 2021. Uh, so Aaron sits down, chats with them about you know what the scene is like in a place like the Czech Republic, uh, kind of some of the inside information on how the record make arcade great again came together and you know maybe a little bit about an upcoming record that they may or may not be working on before we get into all of that though uh housekeeping you know how it goes go follow us on instagram at growing punk pod we're actually on twitter uh and um threads as well at growing punk pod you'll find us there uh but other than that I don't, I don't, oh yeah, tell your friends about the show. If you're just joining us, if you're coming over from Islington Radio, welcome. Uh, we'll have another uh, radio hour sort of thing coming up in about a week or so, but welcome anyways. Welcome to the family. And if you haven't checked us out on Islington Radio yet, you're a regular listener uh, or a new listener regardless. Uh, the first and third Friday of every month, we've got a radio show that goes up on Islington Radio. So uh, you can find the link to that in our social media bios as well. Now, that's going to do it for me. I'm going to get out of here. Aaron is going to take it from here uh, on the other side of this song, which is Krang and the title track off that aforementioned record, Make Arcade Great Again. got our friends in the band Krang on the show. Welcome, guys. It's uh, yeah, great to have you. Thanks for uh, making the time to do this. Hi. Yeah, thank hello. You. Thanks for having us. Uh, I think uh, you guys are probably the first band from the Czech Republic that we've had on the show before, so it's uh, yeah, awesome that uh, we can make this work. I'm glad the time change is, 
is relatively easy to to work around so that's sweet yeah do you guys want to uh yeah just maybe start by by saying your name and and what you play or do in, in the band krang yeah so hi guys i'm i'm dan i play guitar and and singing that's all i can that's all i can do <laughs> <laughs> So hi, I'm I'm Thomas, and I play drums and sing with Dan. We're like both uh, lead singers, awesome. and uh, I also do sometimes videos for Crank. So they hire they hire me for for making music video for for nothing. <laughs> oh, that's rad. Yeah. Hi, I'm Thomas, and I play guitar. Oh, right on. I didn't know uh, that you guys split uh, the vocal duties. How does that how does that usually work? Like, do you, do you each have your own songs where you're doing the lead vocals, or is it more like lead vocals and, and background vocals? Uh, it's like me and Thomas, like in, in, the, in the latest songs, we are trying to do it half and half. And, for example, on the, on the last record, which is, like, not, not out yet, but, uh, like, I, I wrote some songs, Thomas wrote some songs, uh, some... For example, sometimes I wrote a song and I'm feeling like I would like you to sing the second verse or, or something like that. But what I really love is like to to combine it together, find some harmonies and just uh, to to sound it sweet. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, that's awesome. I, I find that a lot of bands that I love often have dueling vocals. I mean, it just adds, same as when a band has two guitars, right? There's just so much more you can you can accomplish and you can play off of each other and just the creativity that flows from that. So, uh, yeah, that's that's awesome. What is uh, like? What is the music scene like where you guys are from? I'd love to hear kind of what it was like growing up there and getting into music and kind of how did that all play a part in your lives? I think it's it's uh it was better like back in back in the days because you know punk rock scene were more like popular right now it's it's worse but uh, still there is like a we have a lot of a lot of clubs like in a, in a big cities like Prague or or maybe five biggest cities it's a good good place to play but uh, we try to go more to the to Germany or or different countries because you know it's always like we play for the same people and Czech Republic is like really small so we try to go out of our country because it's you know you meet new people new faces and 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 everything so that's it but we also have like a a lot of punk rock bands here still they playing a lot of broke up like a few years ago but now uh there are still some some good bands so we 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 tour together sometimes we go together in a in a different country so it's it's good yeah well it's awesome and how was it like like growing up there in music like was was the music scene kind of alive there what were what was it like for opportunities to you know like get on shows when you guys were first starting and um yeah how did that all work out yeah for example when i was like 15 and started to go into high school I was like, I, I was listening to punk rock bands and, and then I discovered that in my, my town, we had uh, some club where actually our bass player, which is not here today, he was like uh, booking shows and promoting and, and playing bands. And that's how I discovered like 
like punk rock scene and and going to shows and discover other bands and then uh, also start playing guitar and and stuff so so that, that that's like i don't know like 15 16 years ago and compared to that time now it's i i don't want to say worse but the the attractivity of the genre it's it's maybe lower than it used to be but like like uh, Henny said, it's well, we're still holding up. <laughs> yeah. And but but it's it's more like uh, I feel like the the scene and people around it are still the same. I cannot see much like younger faces. For example, like 15 years ago when I was like teenager and and I was like 15 years old, and there was a lot of uh, youngsters on on the on the shows and and stuff and now uh it looks like often on the show that these these guys just grow up and not mm. so much like i don't know people in their eight, uh, like 18 years old and and like not so much of them but maybe it will change in time yeah i find it interesting you know as we as we get older like i just turned 40 and so when i think of you know, 15, 20 years ago versus now, the difference of it. And you kind of see, you know, how many people kind of stuck it out with, with this type of music and going to shows. And and those of us now that are like, you know, busy with families or other things that, you know, can't get out as much. And it definitely makes a different dynamic for, for being into this type of music and trying to keep the scene alive and for new bands coming up. And there's a lot of different different kind of things to work around. Um, how long has Krang been around as a band? uh well almost 10 years we okay. we started 2k15 in the in the beginning of the year so so nine years now okay <laughs> yeah and at what point like how long were you guys just kind of you know maybe just jamming or when did it kind of become more of a serious thing or or maybe it's still not serious i don't know <laughs> but when did it kind of you know when were you you know putting a lot of energy into making sure you know the song sounded good and the production was good and um yeah i'd like to hear about that well i started when i was four, 14 years old with thomas we had like uh with our guitar player we had pop punk band uh and uh so we played more pop punk and then we decided to in 2015 we decided to to play like uh like in crank try to play more like uh skate punk or, or punk rock music but we started when we were 15 16 and yeah that's it yeah no that's awesome yeah i'd love to uh to chat a bit about uh your last album uh make arcade great again uh it's been out for a few years now it was one of my favorite albums um, of the year when it came out i i think i heard about you guys from punk rock radar um the instagram and video kind of account and you know they post a lot of smaller bands or bands from different places around the world and um, I mean, the cover art grabbed my attention, and I was immediately hooked, and I, I still listen to this album all the time. And so I'd love to kind of hear about, um, you know, kind of the recording and writing of, of that album and um, kind of what happened after and, like, how has the last few years been um, since releasing that album? Yeah. Well, we were we were touring with uh, Useless ID, and uh, when I was, like, 15 years old, they were like my role models, you know, because I, I found them at the 
at the Rock Against Bush compilation. Mm. There were bands like Green Day and uh, No Doubt and a lot of cool bands and there were useless IDs. So I started to listening to them. And then we got opportunity to tour with them. So we became friends and we wanted to make before that, before make Arcade Great Again, we made like two records and we wanted to make it like more, I mean, like better record, you know, so we made deal with with Yotam, with Litzinger of, of uh, Useless ID. So he helped us. We were we were making some demo records and we were sending to, to him and uh, he he wanted to go to studio and help that help us with with everything but there were like covid covid mm. era so it was like really hard to to travel so we were rec- recording this uh, the songs and every time we rec- record something we send it to him you know on, on facebook and he said okay guys change this and change this so it took a lot of time you know because uh, he he wasn't there with us mm. so he couldn't he couldn't tell us, you know, before we were recording it, re- recording it, just change this, change this, you know, do this break on drums or, or whatever. So it was like really, really hard. But uh, yeah, so there was Yota there with us. He helped us a lot with, with uh, you know, he was like producer. So it was really good. And also Damien, he's the guy from the Czech Republic band uh, called Skywalker. It's more like metalcore band, like modern, okay. modern, modern hardcore band, and he's also like a very good producer. And we're really glad that we we took those two guys because to me, Yotam is like a old school no effects Green Day punk rocker who helps us, you know, to to go on the path of punk rock because we all try to do a lot of experiments you know and he's he's the guy who says don't do this because it's it doesn't sound like punk rock it sounds like foo fighters or it sounds okay. like uh, in- so uh he's the guy who 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 does this and damien he's like uh he's the same age as us like 30 33 years old and they're playing modern music so we try to mix it you know like together with those two guys you know like uh we want to we want to have it like fresh try to make it modern so that's damien's role or that's what he does and the other time he's the guy who who keep us in in punk rock way (laughs) Mm. that's awesome man it makes a big difference when you have somebody that can kind of mentor you or coach you through you know yeah. how to make recording sound good, kind of what direction to go in to have feedback with, and um, yeah, that makes that makes all the difference. Is there like what's the access like there to to studios and um, or can you do a lot of that stuff from home? Uh, well, we did like all the records in the studios, and uh, I think our band is like we are not so technically good that we will be able to. To record everything at home uh even like it's like in these days it's like normal to to do everything by yourself in a good quality but uh we are getting there but but still uh like the like the previous question it was big big game changer when we started to to talk with yotam or or with damien and like 
put, put them to to the band communication and try to find like different inspiration. And for me personally, it's great to have uh, somebody who like really know what to do. And mm. like, uh, I mean, also technically in a studio and stuff. And I mean, in, if the question was about studios, like in, in Czech Republic, there are lots of them, but I think it's it's more about people who who you work with. So so it's great that, for example, we we recorded with with the Damien, who really knows how like punk rock, punk rock should sound and and knows us, so so we can find a way. Because for example, the previous record, the first first two, we did it mostly on our own, and in studio it was always like. Yeah, try a different take, or th mm. that take is good, but it it was not so on the like production level. So so that's maybe the the biggest change when when we drop the the Make Arctic Breakdown album. Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When we were when we were in in the studio, like at the you know with the first two records, it was like uh, we were practicing, and then we went to studio and you know for drums like two or three takes, and we we got it, you know. But right now it's more like uh, play it different, you know, play it. And for me, it's like very, very hard to do it because I'm I'm uh, left-handed and I play oh, like open yeah. drums. I have like a right-handed drum kit. Yeah. I play oh. open. It's, it's sometimes it's like really hard. And Damien, he's a, he's a drummer. So he's, he's like a really good drummer, better, much better than me. So... He tells me, you know, I'm I'm in a in a big room with drums, and he tells me into my in, into my earphones, play it, uh, like different way, play play like this way, and then stop, and then do this break and this and this, and I'm like, oh my god, I'm I'm totally I'm totally confused. So it was like we were focus focusing on on every pattern on every every part of the of the drums, and that was like totally totally different. And it, it was the same with guitars with uh, with vocals. It took a lot of time, mm. you know, compared to all the older records. <laughs> yeah, no, it's it's definitely a learning process, hey, just figuring out all the dynamics. I mean, being in a studio is so much different than playing live or just jamming in a room with your friends. And um, yeah, it's just hard to sometimes adjust to uh kind of the staleness of it right like you're just you're trying to really focus on playing you're not really i mean you're you're having fun but you're not you know like jumping around and all that and it's uh yeah it's a different i think sometimes non-music people don't maybe kind of realize how different being in a studio is from you know playing shows and and that that process so it's uh yeah it's it's cool to hear kind of how yeah, those things came together it's even sometimes like hard when you when you have you know when you make the music and you do some really cool uh back vocal you like it you know it harmonize everything and it's really cool and then there is yotam who says no it's too much you know it's punk rock there is like a lot of at this part there is like a lot of uh back vocals and everything so just uh we just uh delete this this stuff you know and we need to uh we need to be like okay he's the he's here to help us you know it's it's like at the movie you know when you shoot some explosion and it took a lot of time to you and then and uh, the editor says okay but it doesn't fit to the movie so you have to you have to just delete it and you 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 must be just okay with it you know so it's yeah sometimes 
sometimes it's hard because we we leave uh, some good parts just for the for the record to be good <laughs> right yeah and you don't always know that you know at that time like you don't know the, how the finished product is going to sound and you know how some of those different things kind of play out in there and um so what's been happening since um since make arcade great again like how much do you guys tour um or like do you guys have you know full-time jobs and stuff like what is the dynamic like of what you're trying to do after you put an album out yeah i think when we released the the make arcade great again it was at, it was at, in the COVID times right so yes we we were like we were we were waiting maybe like five months to to put it out because we wanted to prevent the situation that we will uh, like release an album and cannot play shows so so we had it like maybe half 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 of the year like uh just uh, we we wait for the release and after that we start to play some shows we we uh, went to the tour with useless idea again uh, across the europe it was it was great because we had the chance to to play some big shows also with descendants so it was like huge lineup and and for us like huge experience and guys were so kind and everything so so that was really good times and and then this year in in or last year actually in in april we were in in brazil so that that was also a great experience we played there about seven or eight shows and and yeah that that's the part of of uh like the touring like different countries and for us sometimes exotic countries because we uh we play also in Japan or Mexico and, mm -hmm. and other states, like more in the past or just even before the COVID. So, and that, that's the, for me, the sweetest, so sweetest part of being in a band, like travel and then play shows and spend some like quality time with your friends. So that that's what I'm enjoying the most. And after COVID, it, it was great that we can do it again. Like for example, when, when we, when we toured Brazil, I was like, Oh my god like all the previous tours were just memories and and it it seemed like covid just changed it all and when we were in brazil last year i was like yeah it's it's uh it's happening again and it's great so, mm. so that's for me <laughs> yeah no it's yeah. good when uh yeah i can get back to things yeah let's go ahead uh and uh when we talk about uh, like concert in czech republic we we try to right now we try to don't play too much we were accepting all the all the offers you know from all the promoters like two years ago and we were like a little bit tired you know from from playing every show because we went to some really really small town and there were like uh 15 old school punk punk uh, guys you know totally drunk and they were yelling at us something and I, I was like oh my god i would i would rather stay at the rehearsal room you know and do some new songs you know and now i'm here and i'm it's it's weird you know so so we we right now we try to more think about like playing in our country because uh you know, it's uh, it's punk rock. It's not the mainstream, so not everywhere is crowded. <laughs> yeah. So, 
so we we changed the plan for for playing in our country uh like just playing good show good shows with good punk rock bands for example because we we got a lot of offers you know we play with uh, bands of different kinds of music and nobody nobody cared about it about punk rock you know and and it, it was weird so right now that's that's it you know mm. yeah and the, the other thing is that Czech Republic is small and you don't want to play like every weekend in the same city so so yeah like yep. People got tired, you know. It's it's not so special when you when you play like uh, six time in, in a year in Prague. You know, there you, you can see that the first show is crowded and the last show there is like a like a quarter of those people or, or there's like less people. Yeah, yeah. No, it's sometimes hard to know. Like when you're when you're growing a band. Like I I grew up playing in bands and I played in a a full time touring band for a number of years and it's hard when you're you're trying to make a name for yourself. You're trying to take opportunities because you never really know what opportunity is going to lead to something else. But then a lot of the time it's like, man, like, was this really worth the time and effort and energy? And, you know, lots of that you can't know. You just kind of kind of make a decision based off of whatever information you have. But, um, yeah, it, it's tough for sure. Yeah. So yeah, let's, yeah. I mean, you know. I mean, we, we, we don't want to be rude to promoters. You know, they, they invited us. But we played punk rock for, for me and Thomas, we played for 20 years, which is not, which is enough. I think we played enough shows like in a, in yeah. a small, small city. So right now it's time to play like <laughs> less shows in, in, in our country. Yeah. Is there like, what's the opportunity for touring with like bigger bands there? Like, are there many bigger tours that come through there that you guys can get to open on or uh, like what's, what is it like there? Yeah. I mean, last year or maybe it's two years ago, for example, in Prague, we opened for Allspring. Oh, awesome. That, that was huge. Uh, it was like open air show, but there was a lot of people and, and sometimes a lot of bands like playing in a Prague and and uh, a lot of like uh, local or Czech bands are supporting, but but maybe that's that's all we can do like in Czech Republic and like in abroad it's more about I don't know connections or be friends with some other bands and try to figure it out like uh, I don't know play some shows together. Uh, for example, we book some shows in Czech Republic. They can book some shows in Germany or other states, and and so on. So, so something like that. Yeah, I guess you just kind of take what you can get and try and figure out those opportunities.
all the guns at the phasers to stun And nobody will let Brad die So I'd love to to talk about um, the upcoming album. Um, I, and again, I, I don't know how much you guys can share or say, but even just kind of uh, the experience of it, and I just I want to get people hyped up for it. It's definitely one of my most anticipated for the year, and so I'm very much looking forward to it. So yeah, I'd love to if you could share kind of what, what the writing and recording process was like. Um, you know, was there anything different from the last one? I think you said like you worked with uh, Yotam again this time around. Um, yeah, I'd just love for you to share kind of the whole experience. So we 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 were working on this album uh, with the same crew, so with uh, Yotam and uh, and Damien. But this time we we rented uh, some different studio because it was bigger and it, it was uh, more comfortable for us because there was a sleeping place and uh, more more rooms. And we had some some demos, so we we were working on it. But we also uh, were there were some songs missing be- because we wanted to have like uh, we wanted to have like uh, twelve songs, and we had like nine, I guess. Was I it think nine? we 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 had ten songs, oh, okay. which like not none of like. It, it wasn't like completely written, like for some of them, like missing some lyric parts or lyrics at all. But the funny thing was that we had 10 songs and we were like, oh my God, we need to like write two new songs, like from the scratch. And and when we started demoing the songs, Yotam was like, I don't like that one song. I will, I, I want to put it out. So we had nine songs from, mm. from 12. So we need, <laughs> yeah. we need to... Yeah. We need to start writing something there. Yeah, and the, and the worst thing for me was like uh, the studio was in the middle of nowhere, and there was guy there was the guy owner of the studio. He was like old school rock uh, guy who likes Pantera and and ACDC and Metallica and this kind of bands, and uh, there was like really really bad wi-fi connection and no no data signal at all and he was like really really like aggressive because we every time we went to to the internet we were like uh you know on on the instagram and we were just posting videos from the studio so he was like really angry at us so uh he started to turn off the wi-fi for us so we were like totally stuck in the middle of nowhere with no internet and i wanted to me and dan we wanted to uh, write a new song you know but my english is not good enough to write just without uh, some some translator or whatever i need to find the right words so i was like oh my god what are we gonna do because uh, i really need some time and i need the wi-fi connection so it was like really stressful but we made it we made it and uh it was cool, and I think those two songs we wrote in in the studio, or three songs, are like the from the better part of the of the album. So it wasn't like wasting mm. of our time. <laughs> yeah, I yeah. think it, it it was great from my point of view 
it was kind of challenging that we we had like uh like three songs to go and yotan was like for example hey dan go upstairs to the room and try to write a song and i was like okay so so i separate myself from guys and try to come up with some ideas and then we put put, put it together then also like thomas did it for one of his songs one of his song and and it was great that we catch the the spirit of the of the mood we have an idea like because we had such a great time together there so i think it you can hear it in a song songs so yeah. so so that was great but what's different about this album is uh it's more like there are some really fast songs but there are also some some uh slower songs or or more melodic like more pop punk songs so maybe uh that's the the big, biggest difference uh, you know compared to the other other albums but we wanted to make it like still in the in the punk rock way you know and uh i hope nobody will be disappointed <laughs> yeah no that's i mean it, it's nice to have the variety and it's you know i I think it's hard for bands where, you know, maybe half their songs are fast and half are more kind of mid-tempo. I mean, you're always going to have fans that, you know, just want straight, fast skate punk and those that want kind of popular, more melodic stuff. And do you find that, like, you gravitate towards certain ones or is it just kind of whatever feels the best? Or how do you kind of decide even just on, like, the energy and tempo of a song? Uh, yeah, like... Well, I'm not sure if I understand well the question, but uh, for me, the great thing about the album is is the song variety, because like we like like Thomas said, like we try to like keep it in a crank way, like sound like a pure punk rock, but keep it melodic. What we do and and like for me, the make arcade great great again is like big game changer for for our band and we were like it will be easy to like beat that record like make something like are we able to to create something better than this or this is the this is the top what we uh, what we can do so uh like after we finish like like this one uh i can feel like maybe there are things that are much better and but it depends on the on the listener. Uh, there will be still a lot of like fast punk rock songs, and like Thomas said, also like slower songs or maybe softer or more melodical. But uh, I can feel that like with these two records, we know better like how we want to sound and like what like how crank should sound maybe or the way how we feel like we do what it's i don't know like nature natural for us yeah well that's a a unique thing about music is sometimes like it takes some time to kind of figure out you know what what your band sounds like or what sticks with fans the most or what do you guys like playing the most and um you know even within punk like there's enough different elements to punk music um that you can kind of play around with and see you know what what really feels the best um so you know that's what's cool about music um is there anything you're hoping like this album will accomplish um in furthering the band like any kind of hopes and dreams with it or are you just putting out more music just 
to kind of do it or what are you hoping for? Yeah, I, well, I really, I, I wish that uh, a lot of people like across the Europe, for example, which is, which is um, accessible for us, like to tour across the Europe and, and so on. So be part of the like big punk rock festivals and just be uh, like part of the uh, scene. Like everyone knows, for example, that Krang releasing a new album. And, and so, so goal for me is like make the fan base bigger and, and tour a lot, tour a lot across Europe and, and maybe even like far, <laughs> more far. So, so that's for me. Yeah, no, that's that's great to yeah, just to be able to have the opportunity to to get your music out to more people. And are you guys like an independent band, or do you have a label or management? Like, do you have any kind of team behind you helping push it, or is it mostly just kind of doing it yourselves? Well, we released our last record, or last record, our you know before this record, we released it uh, at the Spam. So it's oh yeah. Uh, yeah. And also at the at the sound speed records, uh, records US. for for America, and this time we also want to be at the SBAM and uh, in America. I don't know. We will we will see. We have some some maybe deals. So nobody knows right now. <laughs> yeah, well, lot, lots yeah, of opportunity but... and things to still happen. Uh, yeah, we are. So, sorry, Thomas. <laughs> Go on. <laughs> oh, I forgot what, what I wanted to say. <laughs> okay. Uh, I was like, we are always trying to be part of, of some some label because it it's great that you can reach like more people who's interested in, in, in that genre. But on the other hand, we are independent. Like we are booking on our own, like taking care, I don't know, about like, I don't know, social media and all the stuff we are doing by our own. We don't have like any manager who, who uh, like help us with, with something like who is not in a band. We are like trying to do everything like just us and have like cooperation with labels to, with the records and, and stuff. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, it's, I mean, nowadays with social media, I mean, it's a lot easier for a band like yourselves to, you know, take that on and, and kind of push the band and not need to rely on, you know, somebody else's resources. Those are always helpful, but it's nice to be able to do uh, some things yourselves as well. Um, how about like a theme for this record? Is there any, you know, specific themes lyrically um, or just kind of overall any like specific points you're trying to, to make with these songs or um, yeah, I'd love to hear kind of uh, that creative side of things. Yeah, I think we are still, trying to keep it in a crank way and we feel that crank way is still mix of uh some political stuff some some stuff that like talking about current situations or or today's world uh, and mixing with the some cultural stuff like old movies or comics characters or some stupid or like fun stuff just keep it easy and that's what we do and it's it's same on this record we are trying to to do mix of these things but this time 
there are also like personal songs more about some feelings and and things like that which we haven't done like on the previous record much like especially at the first two so so yeah it's like mix of these things mm. yeah, yeah but but we, we we always did like uh this pop culture stuff you know we were singing about at the at the old records we were singing about tintin you know the comic character comic book character or top gun or whatever a lot of action, action 90s movie movies but right at this time we tried it to make it like more i would say smarter <laughs> maybe like uh for example i can i I, can, I think I can say it that, that there is, for example, a song about uh, Rory Gilmore from the Gilmore Girls. And it's, you know, it's not just about the t TV show. It's not about, you know, you say you talk about plot of the of the series or of the movie, but it's more like about uh, about life, you know, like you're trying to be perfect. Like Rory Gil Gilmore, she was like the smartest. She was beautiful. She had a lot of friends. She had enough time. To hang out with her friends and uh when you it's just it's just impossible in a, in a real life you know people try to be perfect people try to look the best way they can see everything on the instagram so uh it's much more about like this situation about you know social media and this kind of stuff or or for example we had like uh, about traveling, traveling in time, like Marty McFly from Back to the Future. It's more about more about like Marty McFly expects uh, what will happen in uh, in uh, this era, and he expects like no wars. Everyone, everybody will be happy, but people are not happy, obviously. So, so those songs are not just about uh, you know uh just the story of the of the of the movie we we tried it to make it like uh more about uh like fine like, connections like mm -hmm. between other other team maybe i think this, that's the biggest biggest change with with our our songs yeah no it's great to have you know just a variety in in topics and and different things i mean it keeps you interested and engaged instead of um, you know, just having all the songs about politics or whatever. Like, I mean, I, I listen to some bands like that too, but it gets a little bit more tiring to kind of listen to, you know, when the themes are all kind of too similar. So that's cool. You have lots of different kind of influences to draw from and um, and to be creative with. Um, so kind of like looking back on this writing recording process, is there any kind of main takeaways, um, anything that really stands out, um, you know, besides not having Wi-Fi and, you know, some of that tension? Is there any, you know, because um, I'm assuming like, I mean, like is, is the music all done or it's still like being mixed or mastered or something? Yeah, like everything is recorded. Now we we just like yesterday we got the first mix. So there's definitely things we we need to adjust somehow, mm. but it's it's we, we are getting there. So I don't know uh, when uh, will be the release date, but I don't know, maybe like April, May, June, let's see. And about the writing process, uh I felt like we uh made some progress uh like after the make arcade great again we or i feel it like that that uh i know more 
how we want to do it. And uh, for the first time, maybe we were writing everything like without the lyrics in the, mm -hmm. in the first way. I was like just sitting with a guitar, try to find some guitar melody, then start to sing something. But it was just like na 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 or, or some like uh, just the vocal melody. And that was like the core of the songs. And so I, I had like a lot of ideas and always send it to Yotam. And he was like, oh, let's try to change that chord. Or maybe this verse should be chorus and, and try to switch it. Or he came up with some ideas. So we just layering uh, uh, like every idea. And and in the end, we had <laughs> that 10 ideas in the in the in the studio and even not finished everything so so yeah that that was the process and it was fun <laughs> yeah no that's sweet yeah anything else i'm uh i'm not sure i think dan said everything <laughs> yeah yeah no, it's, yeah i just always like to like you know even when something is you know not even 100 percent complete like just sometimes you know, you look back and it's like, oh, like, you know, maybe we should try this or that or, you know, just certain things kind of stand out as like, okay, this worked really well or maybe next time let's change this. Like, um, yeah, just kind of how that process of figuring things out when it's not even complete yet, you know, just sometimes certain things kind of stand out of of the process. But Yeah, I, I think the, the biggest difference was like we were, uh, even in the, in the first demos, we... Uh, like if I compare like the demo of uh, Make Arcade Great Again or or the songs how how we creating and and compare it with with the with actual songs that we we learn something from the cooperations with Yotam and also with Damian so so like that that's the biggest difference I can feel that you can learn something from from like experienced guys or if i can say it like that yeah for sure and and it 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 like makes your learning process faster and and yeah so that that was the biggest difference and like like we talk uh in the beginning uh of the podcast that we like like wrote songs just in a studio like i knew that it will work and also yotan was like hey guys no stress it will be great because there will be like, you know, good mood in a studio and, and you, it will be on a songs. And for example, we, <laughs> that was, that is funny story about like, uh, like the last song on a record, uh, which we totally, uh, write, uh, write from scratch because one song was taken out, uh, by Otam that, it's too emo maybe, or it doesn't sound like Krang and it's not suited to the, like to the uh, mood of the album or it's, it's like totally different. So we put that song out and uh, when we had like 11 songs done in a studio, we were like, so what about the, what about the 12th one? What we should do? And we were like, so what will be the topic of the song? And, and we were like, let's do a song where, I will sing, like Thomas will sing, Yotam, you can sing some part, and also Damian, let's sing some part, and let's figure it out together what will be the song about. And we just we just picked the funny moments we had in studio. For example, it was too snowing everywhere. Uh, we cannot, 
start the car and the we have like out of signal uh, also Damien the 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 engineer uh, he is used to work on Apple and in the studio which we uh, which we rented uh, there was like windows like microsoft mm. so it was challenging also for for him so we like put together all the struggles and and funny moments we had and that that's the last song of the of the record and it's it, it's funny and i i love it mm. oh that's awesome well it sounds like there's lots to to look forward to and um yeah hoping that all the mixing and stuff comes together here soon and i uh, can't wait to to see and hear more um yeah of what you guys have for us this year so um yeah that's that's all i have uh, for you guys today any uh uh, parting words or anything else that you wanted to to mention that hasn't come up yet well we just want to thank you to to have a nice chat and i think we will release some some snippets of the of the album soon so so i'm really excited to to put it out and everyone can hear it and tell us it's great <laughs> or not <laughs> i i I think Dan said everything. I'm I'm really excited for for everyone to hear it, and uh, hopefully people will like it. And see you at the at the shows. Go for shows. Go to the shows and uh, support local bands or punk rock bands, and uh, just have fun. <laughs>